This is Michael, you're listening to Models of Masters, and I'm so grateful you're here. I'm breaking down personal stories, learned wisdom, and pieces of insight I hope can help you along your journey. Head over to my website, michaelbecker.org, for much more. And with that, let's get right into the show. Welcome to the Grow and Monetize podcast. Business is a game of levels. The difference between success and failure is learning when, where, and how to insert key levers throughout the growth journey. It's at these points and processes that you'll make quantum leaps within your operation as you build your empire. If you're ready to exploit this digital cloud culture, monetize in more creative and effective ways, and generate massive client value that leads to lifetime retention, you're in the right place. Welcome back to the third and final episode in this mini-series and In this session, I am going to be talking about what I call owned economies of scale, which is a reference to this platform economy that we have shifted into over the course of the last decade, decade and a half, really following the the dot-com boom and its decline as we entered the the modern age of Web 2. And you know what we're seeing is a move away from the traditional method of creating and growing a business, which for all intents and purposes was the linear way of doing it. This is where you create a product, you sell that product to one consumer at a time, and then you move on and repeat that process over and over and over again. This is slow, this is cumbersome, and this is outdated. We now live in a much more technically advanced uh, era that has allowed anybody, whether technical or not, to uh, to take their idea and to create something that can simultaneously enable tens of thousands or millions or even billions of people to leverage that tool or to create a profile or presence on a network. And uh, so that's what is meant by this idea, economies of scale. And if you own the platform or the idea, then you can potentially become very wealthy from doing so. Hey, this is Michael. I'm popping in for 20 seconds here to challenge you to take the next step in your growth journey. I've helped over 40 business owners amplify their operation inside of my immersive one-on-one, which is unlike any other coaching program out there. We'll be getting hands-on, doing content planning, script writing, ads optimization, customer mapping, and a lot more. So if it makes sense to chat, the link to schedule your call is in the description. All right, back to the show. Now I'm using the example of a popular app or network to set the stage for our understanding of this model. But understanding as well that that is simply not feasible for the vast majority, not due to a lack of skill or uh, creativity, but simply because it is really, really, really hard and unlikely that we, any of us will create the next Facebook, right? So (laughs) we can leverage this same idea in a myriad of ways. Way number one, you can build the system yourself, okay? Marketing agencies are a good example here, and they have exploded over the last few years. Agency owners can charge, say, $5,000 a month, for example, and then hire minimally viable contractors to fulfill at a thousandth of the price and then pocket the difference while surveying and signing off on the work before delivery to the client, all right? That's way number one. Way number two, you can take advantage of an existing model that somebody else has already made, whether online or offline, and franchises are a great example. I just watched The Founder a couple weeks ago that documents the story of McDonald's founder, Ray Kroc. All right, he stumbled upon the idea for McDonald's, and a little known fact, he's not actually the one that 
came up with the idea for McDonald's. It was the idea originally of these two brothers who didn't have the vision to scale and grow nationwide in the way that Ray did. So he came in, he ended up franchising the the business, and he ended up growing it to the empire that it's become today. All right, that's one example of growing a franchise in the physical world. But there's also so many opportunities to basically franchise or to uh, to to gain a license to distribute in the online world as well. And I really like this route, which is what attracted me to my first business uh, several years ago, which was a network marketing franchise that allows me to basically do the thing, which was invest in my own machine one time and then create residual value forever, provided that I can build a network of distributors on my team. And so if I can sponsor others into an already established networked business, ideally one that offers you know, a, a hearty high ticket commission structure the way that Kangen does, which is the business that I'm a part of, then um, you potentially have you know the world at your fingertips. And the cool part with franchises is that somebody else has already done the hard part, right? They've already built and perfected the system and you can prosper significantly and theoretically uh, infinitely um, on the heels of said proven system, all right? Like I, like I mentioned, licensing is another option for entrepreneurs that have discovered something either already in existence where they can come in and get a license to distribute, or if they are the originator and the founder of the idea, then they can give others a license to partner with them to distribute and then to receive uh, a commission um, or royal, royalty based on that sale. And the cool part with licensing a system, especially a very high quality system, is that uh, you are basically providing something on a platter that you know will produce ongoing value for your users or your customers once they adopt it. And so there is a high degree of customer satisfaction with uh, anything that is licensed typically because the system is proven. It's just a matter of how far can you recreate and duplicate instances of it. Okay. And B2B SaaS companies are a great example of licensing in action. They license their software out to other companies, often on a per-user cost basis, and it's just a matter of how many sales they can make at that point because the cost of bringing new users on and giving them a license to actually access the tool is almost zero. Okay, so uh, um, B2C tech companies, on the other hand, they they do the same thing, although their platforms are mostly open, meaning anybody can log on and create an account for free. Instagram, Bumble, Canva, Pinterest, Facebook, all of these platforms are typically free to use, but they often include um, in-app purchases, right? When their, their goal is really just to get as many users on the platform as possible because they have other monetization strategies in place outside of their, uh, of the consumers themselves, but which rely on the consumers in order to function and to, to bring value to the third parties, such as ads, sponsorships, and of course, selling of users data. Okay. And that's a tangent that I'm not going to go off on, on this show. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, uh, not going to go there on this on this episode, okay? So if you have a big idea for something that you can uh, create once or that you can create as a foundation, particularly uh, if it's online like an app, a platform, or some kind of a network that has wide-ranging potential to scale globally with low incremental costs to you to add seats or users, then this option, owned economies of scale, might just be the way to go, all right? I hope that you guys found value in this episode and I will see you on the next one. Peace. Hey guys, if you found value in this episode, it would mean the world to me if you share it with a friend and on social media and be sure to tag me so that I can repost. 
And please rate and review as everything helps so that I can get this knowledge to as many people as humanly possible. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. My book, Content Capitalist, is on sale now. Grab your copy by visiting my website or tapping the link in the episode description. I also just released the online learning portal, which expands on what I share in the book. This includes four hours of edited, captioned video tutorials and trainings, plus dozens of downloadables and templates. Between the book and the eAcademy, you're going to be equipped to literally blow your revenue targets out of the water and eviscerate your competition this year, all by putting content at the core. Please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, comment, and share all the things and hit me up on LinkedIn if you'd like to connect. I am here to serve you and that's it. I will see you in the next episode.